Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Addie Adewusi. I'm a product manager at Microsoft, a mathematician, a futurist, tech optimist, artist, and creator. And I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, and update all the markets, some career advice, and let you know what I'm geeked out about this week. So before we get into the show, go ahead and hit the thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe if you're not already subscribed. If you're listening on your podcast player, please leave me a five-star review and let me know what you think of the podcast. Follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Edition with Addie for funny videos and show updates. Follow me on Twitter at Edition Pod to see also show updates. And if you want these podcasts directly in your email inbox, go ahead and subscribe to the Substack editionpod.substack.com. All of these are linked in the show notes wherever you're watching or listening. I would love to engage with you more. Okay, so let's get into the markets. All right, so crypto. Bitcoin is back above 30,000 at 30,530 and It is down 2% over the past five days. So we have recovered a little bit compared to yesterday. Ethereum is at 1,809. It is down 5.17% in the past seven days compared to being down 10% yesterday. So uh, crypto markets are slowly but surely recovering. Stock markets, the S&P 500 is up 1.25% over the past five days. And NASDAQ is up 1.8% over the past five days. So this is good. Markets are moving in the direction that I want them to go in. So let's see where they end up at the end of the week. Okay, let's move on to the hot topics in tech. So this is from Wired. And the headline is, Apple's passkey replaces passwords with iPhone and Mac authentication. So I quote from the article, how does it work? Pass keys replace your tired old passwords by creating new digital keys using Touch ID or Face ID. Apple's Vice President of Internet Technologies, Darren Alder, Adler, explained at WWDC, Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference, when you are creating an online account with a website, you can use a pass key instead of a password. To create a pass key, just use Touch ID or Face ID to authenticate and you're done, Adler said. When you go to log in to that website again, PassKeys allows you to prove who you are by using your biometrics rather than typing in a passphrase or having your password manager enter it for you. When signing into a website on Mac, a prompt will appear on your iPhone or iPad to verify your identity. Apple says its PassKeys will sync across your devices using iCloud's keychain, and the PassKeys are stored on your devices rather than on servers. The use of iCloud keychain should also solve the problem of losing or breaking your linked devices. Under the hood, Apple's passkeys are based on the web authentication API and are end-to-end encrypted so no one can read them, including Apple. The system for creating passkeys uses public-private key authentication to prove prove you are who you say you are. End quote. So... In some ways, I'm really excited about this because who wants to keep up with their passwords? It's really inefficient and there's so many opportunities for human error. It's so easy to forget your password. That being said, um, if we're replacing passwords with biometric data, what if someone has 
you know, an accident that alters their face or gets plastic surgery or changes their hair color, as you can see, I do very often, is it going to work? Because while my face ID on my iPhone always works, my um, login for my Surface Book that I use for work does not recognize my face. I don't know what I need to do for it to recognize my face, but it's not working. So I just worry sometimes, like I, I would also want a password as a backup just in case. I don't want to go full passkey. I want to have a password in case something is going on with my face or, and I also worry sometimes I had someone use my face to unlock my phone. They just quickly flashed it in front of my face and I didn't like that. So, you know, if you're living with someone and you're a heavy sleeper, someone can essentially open and unlock all your devices just by putting your, um, waving your, the device over your face so it can unlock. So, so that's my initial reaction. I'm also curious about the impact this would have on LastPass and 1Password, other password savers. It's going to have a huge impact if this takes off because you know, a lot of people have iPhones, a lot of people are going to have access to this, and it may make their password manager relevant. I use LastPass, and I also use Keychain, which is an Apple product, so it wouldn't matter, but what is the impact here on all the different types of password managers? So anyways, I'm all about innovation. I'm really excited about this. I am looking forward to a post-password world almost as much as I'm looking forward to a cordless world. I can't wait for the day where everything is wireless. So this is a move in the right, dire right direction. Okay, next, Citadel Securities is building a crypto trading marketplace with Virtue Financial, and this is from Coindesk. I quote, this marketplace is intended to create more efficient access to deep pools of liquidity for digital assets, so a group of industry leaders are working closely together to facilitate the safe, clean, compliant, and secure trading of digital assets, the source told Coinbase. The current crypto market structure is deficient and inhibits wider adoption from a lot of investors, which is what Citadel Securities Trading Consortium is addressing, the source said. It is more of a crypto trading ecosystem or marketplace than an exchange. It is going to take on the exchanges by building a better mousetrap, end quote. So this is just an official announcement. Nothing has been released yet, or and I can't look at this to demo to see if it's going to be, how it's going to be different or better than a Coinbase or a Gemini. They're saying they're targeting, or the goal is to have deeper pools of liquidity, which means institutional investors that are ready to you know, immediately buy and provide liquidity if someone's trying to sell a very large amount. And I understand that FTX, they have a focus on institutional clients. So I'm not sure what the benefit of Citadel, um, what Citadel is building, how is that going to be better than what FTX has built? Uh, that being said, the founder of Citadel, Ken Griffin, and I apologies, I apologize, he may not be the founder. Um, he's he is the leader of Citadel Securities. Is Ken Griffin, who is a very vocal crypto skeptic. He may or may not have been involved in the whole GameStop 
trading freeze that happened on Robinhood a little while back, as well as he's the one who stole the Constitution from the Constitution DAO. I, let me rephrase that. He outbid them, and a lot of people think they did. He did it out of pettiness because he doesn't like crypto and didn't want a crypto DAO to win and get the Constitution. So I'm not sure what's really going on here. I kind of questioned his motives. That being said, I'm sure he wants to make money. So I'm I'm going to take this seriously and be tracking this story closely. I'll let you know if I get any updates. Okay. Next, Bird is laying off 23% of staff. This is from TechCrunch. And if you don't know what Bird is, it's one of those scooter companies like Lime that allows you to, you know, pick up a scooter randomly laying on the street and use it to go somewhere. So I quote from the article, shared micromobility company Bird plans to lay off 23% of its staff, according to tech layoff tracker layoffs.fyi. The tech tracker attributes the news of the layoffs to an internal memo, but certain LinkedIn posts from former Bird employees confirm that the layoffs have already begun, and they're hitting everyone from senior managers to new hires across different business divisions. Bird has also confirmed the layoffs to TechCrunch, saying that the departures will span across the organization and regions. While the need for and access to microelectric vehicle transportation has never been greater, macroeconomic trends impacting everyone have resulted in an acceleration of our path to profitability, Bird told TechCrunch on Tuesday. This path required us to reduce our cost structure in a way that allows us to responsibly and sustainably expand our service beyond the more than 400 cities we operate in today as climate action has never been more paramount. In addition to eliminating all non-critical third-party spend, we also unfortunately had to depart with a number of team members who passionately helped create a new industry and paved the way for more eco-friendly transportation." End quote. So according to the article, Bird has 600 employees, so 23% means that they're laying off around 138 workers. And according to layoffs.fyi, most of these layoffs will be happening in LA, but we're still waiting for confirmation from TechCrunch. So this is devastating. 23%, almost a quarter of the company being laid off. That's super unideal. The sentiment that I've been getting is that people are not surprised by this layoff. Uh, if Uber is struggling to turn a profit and they don't own any vehicles, imagine how Bird would be handling it, considering that they own these scooters. I think scooters were a great test and there we do need more methods of transportation, but it seems like they weren't able to get the business model to work and unfortunately they have to make some cuts but they're not shutting down the company which i'm happy about i do like scooters and i definitely use them from time to time if you've been listening to this podcast for a while you know that i don't own a vehicle so i'm always looking for easy ways to get around and i do like the scooter model i did notice that when i signed up i signed up for spin recently just to get on the scooter costs $25. They automatically charge your card $25. And I feel like the people that are in need of these quick ways to get around, 
that's almost that's the cost of an Uber, right? Depending on how far you're going. So I'm not sure how they're going to make this business model work, but I do have hope. As you know, I'm a tech optimist. Okay, so the last story. This is an exclusive from Forbes. Amazon's consumer chief Dave Clark joined supply chain startup Flexport as CEO. So I quote from the article, former Amazon consumers chief Dave Clark has a new job, co-CEO and eventually sole CEO of an $8 billion valued supply chain software startup called Flexport. Clark, whose resignation was announced on Friday, this past Friday, surprised observers finishing up as CEO of Amazon's massive worldwide consumer division last day on July 1st. And on September 1st, he will take over as Flexport's co-chief executive alongside Flexport's founder, Ryan Peterson. Flexport plans for Clark to become the company's sole CEO six months later with Peterson moving to an executive chairman role at the business he founded in 2013. So I did not report on the podcast when um, the Dave Clark stepped down from his Amazon position, but this goes to show you that people are leaving stable big tech companies for startups, including people at the executive level. So I guess congrats to him for finding a great opportunity. And I used to work at a similar startup to Flexport um, it provided logistics software as well as shipping, where it sounds like Flexport is solely a software startup. So this is an interesting business to be in, and it's very similar to what he's doing at Amazon. So this could be potentially a good fit for him. We will see. So moving on to the career segment. So this is more, I need to outsource help from you all. So I want to know how you celebrate your wins. So this is a common characteristic of high performers and overachievers. They're just collecting their wins and checking the box and moving on to the next thing when we really should be taking the time to celebrate our wins. So my favorite way to do this is, you know, telling my parents, getting together with friends, having a celebratory meal, but I need more ways to celebrate my wins. So let me know in the comments what you all are doing. And if you're listening on the podcast, then submit an email or DM me on any of my social media links. I would love to hear from you. So what am I geeked out about this week? If you're watching on YouTube, you can probably already tell blonde hair. It is summertime and I have my summertime look. I'm obsessed with my new blonde do. Let me know what you think in the comments. All right. Well, I will see you tomorrow. Thanks again.